When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to It's All Cobblers to Me. I'm Charles Commons and I'm here with Neil Edgerton and Danny Brothers. Uh, Neil, or should I say Coach Neil now, uh, a week into pre-season. How's it going? Uh, and I mean... Like, tell us how it's going, Coach Neil. Explain. We've had a lovely trip to Scotland. Assume <laughs> you're talking about the cobblers. No, no, no. I'm talking about Neil FC. Isn't that what you've taken over? That's right, isn't it? Oh, Neil has become 14s. a football coach, everybody. Neil, Neil Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. The first training session, I did not remember my whistle, so I did have to shout whistle. <laughs> Whistle. I I love the fact, Neil, that you spent five years doing this podcast with us, proving to everybody that listens that you know nothing about football. (laughs) And out of all of us, you're the one that's taken over an under-14s football team. First friendly was on Friday night. We lost 5-2, so there you go. Oh, there you go. Who were you playing? Anyways, it was was the great song. Um, It was the Harpole under-15 girls. They were very good. They were very, very impressive. So one age group up from yours. Correct. And I understand that um, you said that they have beaten, this is the opposition, they've beaten the the Cobblers before. I don't know if they've beaten the, you know, all the lads were talking about it. Like, it's not that bad. They've beaten beaten the Cobblers and stuff. I don't don't know if there's any truth behind that. Okay. I, I can't validate it. What I will say is I was very, very impressed with the football they played. They were very good. Um, do you think one of them whispered to it, you know, when you shake hands at the start, do you think one of them, were the, the, the captain of the other team was like, I beat the cobblers, by the way, infantry. <laughs> Got in their heads. Going Straight down. Away. Yeah. Got in their heads. It was nil-nil. Um, we played four, four Until 20 that minutes. moment. <laughs> four 20 minutes we played. No, it was nil-nil for the first, the first two 20 minutes. And then our lot did the whole, everyone wants to go up front and forgot about midfield. And there, was a, there was a big gap. Oh, oops. Well, someone would say that's, uh, that's down to the manager I've got some uh, problems I've got some problems to solve but no one's got any can tips I, can I give you one piece of advice yes red string don't don't go there no no, no. it's one for the Ted Lasso fans there understood <laughs> won't explain that any further just in case uh, yes we're a week away oh I think that was my chair there what was that we're a week away from the Cobblers seeing their first proper action of pre-season and, oh, boy, we're excited. Uh, this coming weekend is the NTFC Open Day, followed by the men taking on Leicester City and the women facing Cambridge United in a double-header. Double-headed. Uh, we need it, don't we? To that. I've missed the football. Have oh, you? Yeah. yeah. It's... I, I need it watching, back now. I started watching cricket today, Johnson. This, is, <laughs> this isn't good. I love the way that you've, you've insinuated that you've never watched it before in your life. Well, no, I, I say that. <laughs> Glory Hunter. Today. I watched the last day of like World Cups. You know, it was the 2020 World Cup, was it? We won? Was it that one? Uh, or, or the Cricket World Cup or so, whatever it was when, yeah, we, yeah, when yeah, it went yeah, to remember, the last day. Yeah. And I, I watched the last hour today, the Ashes, which was exciting. But I can't, I can't sit there and watch a whole test. I ain't got time, but... Plus, I enjoyed glory, glory your, with sports. I enjoyed your input on WhatsApp about the cricket, Danny. It was <laughs> Did you? excellent. Yes, yeah, good, excellent. <laughs> uh, it's the greatest commentary I've ever heard. Uh, seriously, well, uh, it, to, be honest, to be honest, Danny, you, you got it spot on. It ebbs and flows as a cricket test yeah. match. Uh, one minute England are, are losing and then the next minute, oh, they could win it and then the next, or maybe not. Yeah, You got I it mean, spot on. 
This is exactly how Martha follows the cobblers, by the way. It's she'll, <laughs> when it or, or England at World Cup. She, she'll only turn it on or get excited once it's getting to the good bits. Once it gets to like knockouts mm-hmm. or the cobblers in the last game of the season, then she'll get interested. The rest of the time, she's watching Wrexham and seeing what's going on there. <laughs> I was trying to follow the. I was trying to follow the cricket that I was at um, a theatre school theatre show thing this afternoon. So mm. your your WhatsApp every time my phone was buzzing in my pocket, and I was like, <laughs> and I happened just to open it up and read, and I think you'd written Danny. Oh, England have got this now. And then the next message you'd written was, oh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it's back to, oh, maybe. Yeah. So then I had to go to BBC slyly and be like, what's going on? I didn't what know is actually that. happening? Yeah. 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 Oh, dear. Oh, we missed uh, the football. Get the football, yeah, get the football, football. back. There Charles. was football on this weekend, Danny. Did you not watch the England under-21s win the European Championships? Yes, I did, yeah. But it's not the same as the Cobblers, is it? It's not. You're right. It's not. It's Come not on. the same. Uh, by the way, items arising from last week, Charles, before we mm. go into it. Parachutes. Something we completely forgot to mention last week and is prime It's All Gobbles to Me material. We completely glossed over Bradford's new signing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as if this summer's not been funny enough. As if Peter oh, yeah. losing a 4-0 lead in the playoffs isn't enough. As if all the things that are happening that are funny in football are just making this such a good summer. Bradford decided to make it even better by going and signing the Lord himself, Ashton Taylor. <laughs> what a beautiful thing to happen to a great club. <laughs> Hi, Ash. Oh, funny. <sighs> Incredible. It's a match made in but, heaven, isn't it? <laughs> if he's signing back for Walsall or something, it's funny, but it's not as funny as Bradford signing him. It's <laughs> All really that goes not. with it. Just the gift that keeps on giving, isn't they? Oh, it really is. Get the uh, clappers out. Oh, just... <laughs> we, should, we should post them a clapper. <laughs> With Ash's face on it. Yeah. With Ash's face, you're yeah, an Ash clapper. <laughs> got to be careful when you say that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, an Ash clapper. Yeah. Yeah, very, very careful. Yeah, that form would not dip all the way. <laughs> well, from, from one signing to another, uh, yes. it's, uh, it's an official welcome back to Kieran Bowie. Hey. Just hours after we finished recording. <laughs> as usual so typical it's like because we record on a sunday night so it, it's almost like it's done on purpose we record on a sunday and then the club announce a signing or some important news on a monday um i'm sure that you know we don't even enter the heads of the media team uh, at, at six fields when these announcements are due to be made <laughs> but there's a small part of me that, that thinks they do do it just to spite us. <laughs> but they do. But, they told us. Oh, they told us. All oh, right. They okay. do it to spite you, Charles. They told me and Dan. Ah, mm. Right. Fair enough. I completely understand <laughs> where they're coming from. It uh, might, I'm week, sure it's probably that they, they just don't work Sundays, right? Yeah, more than likely, <laughs> yeah. to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, last week, we were talking about, um, well, we were speculating, weren't we? It was a rumour that was a going around. Uh, that Kieran Barry was going to be re-signing. It's official. He has. Um, thoughts on getting a loan player back for a further loan spell, Neil? Because th- it's a bit unusual, this, I would suggest. I think it is a little bit unusual, isn't it? Sometimes you'll get perhaps a loanee that will come back but we'll go elsewhere in between and that sort of thing and stuff. It's it's a little bit unusual for like a season long and then another season long loan. I mean, I mm. think Kieran Barry's fantastic. I think he's, he's, I've read some nonsense when he signed. I can't remember who it was. It was someone on, on the cobbler's forum, the hotel mm. that essentially it didn't say he's rubbish, but they said, man, he's not, he doesn't contribute. He's only scored three, four, however many goals it was and stuff. He doesn't contribute. And it's nonsense. It's it's like it, that sort of thing infuriates me because if you think back to last season when he wasn't in the team we noticeably had a dip, and then when he came back we noticeably improved again. So I think mm. I think it's great. I mean I look at it this way, right? He'll stay with us this season, and then when we're in the championship next season, we'll sign him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, look, I, I I saw the same post and I I completely disagreed. 
with it. I thought that when he came back from injury, um, Danny actually wrote about this for uh, the Patreon for this week. Patreon, um, you talked about Danny, how when he came back from his injury, pretty much that first game that he played, there was a, he got stuck in straight away off the bench. What, he come on about the 60th minute mark or something like that. Yeah, I guess Mansfield, stuck yeah. in, stuck in straight away, yeah. got bit of a, a rough challenge where he ended up on the floor within a couple of moments and uh, immediately sat there, gr- looked up at the West Stand and grinned yeah, and did it. what all those kind of players that really, really like connect with us as fans do and just showed how much he, w- he was loving the battle. And that's what, that's what I love about him and more to come, I think this season it's going to be it's going to be interesting I, I do think that there is this thing of oh all we're doing is we're getting back you know the squad back together that we had last season so the players that you know have left Bowie Leonard there's rumors that we're trying to get him back as well although they're not as strong as the Bowie rumors were um, so that's leading to some people suggest that maybe it's just you know try and do I'll try and go again, I suppose, with the same set of players minus a couple. Um, but I like the way that it's kind of being set up is that that camaraderie, that squad togetherness that we had last season, I, w- I would say was a big factor in us achieving what we did, especially when you throw in all the injuries that happened. So I don't see any harm in in getting that back together. However, I don't know about you, Danny, but I'd still like to see some new people, some new faces. We've got Patrick Bruff, of course. Yeah. Is but, that confirmed um, now that it's Bruff, not Brow? Well, as you said, it's... Bruh, bruh. Bruh, he was trying to say Bruh last week. Bruh, bruh. Sounds like uh, you should be on the streets, Charles. <laughs> uh, I'm original pirate material. Uh, I think you'll find. Uh, yes. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd like some more fresh faces, Danny. Would you? Yeah. Agreed, didn't you? No, but Always. I think like, I think you're right. It's good. It's it's his character sums up the character of last season, and he properly mm. led from the front from like start to finish. He almost came back a better player after his injury. I thought, which is quite rare. Um, and the type of player he is, he just properly gets stuck in. He he's got quality on the ball as well. He'll properly bloody noses in League One and just really go for it again. And I think he's he's the type of character we need around the dressing room. And he's so young, but he's got such a sort of older school head on him that he really wants to connect with the fans and if obviously if we didn't go we probably wouldn't be back here um he'd be playing for another league one side so um and his and i think it just helps to have that continuity a little bit you know when we went down with dean austin we signed four players that were completely the opposite way of doing things because we needed to get rid of players <laughs> but now we're coming up and only signing a few players i think it's fine and yeah we're going to see some fresh faces but they've got to fit into the character of the rest of the squad that John Brady has built, and it's been quite clear on that, that we're not just going to sign people willy-nilly if they're not going to fit in and if their character's not going to fit in. Um, we'll come I really another... want to sign some willy-nilly. Please, willy-nilly. can we sign You want willy-nilly? willy-nilly? willy-nilly I want willy-nilly. From... willy-nilly. Come on, <laughs> get him in. Well, I'm definitely cropping that. <laughs> what, what you're asking for, it sounds like a amalgamation between William Gallas and Alan Nil. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what a combination! I'm just imagining that, that Photoshop right now. <laughs> <I don't. laughs> Imagine oh, the set I think, pieces. I think <laughs> signings wise, I think we we don't need a massive amount. The continuity thing is really, really important. I think it's imperative that those we do add are of that level, quality, or above. If that makes sense, I know we've been mm. linked to a, um, a striker. I think who's Played is this a lot the of, championship rumoured player? Played yeah. a lot of his football in the championship. Yeah, I mean, I've no idea who it is. Um, but that bodes well. Steve Morrison. <laughs> Morrison. There's a the name of Mark Harris being Get banded that. around, isn't there? I think, of Cardiff. That was, that was, was shot down as incorrect. Was it? Yeah, no. that's definitely not correct. No. Definitely but not that's correct. The, like, that's the sort of thing. Like, we, like, because the, the squad, I mean, if you, we got how many points did we get last season? Was it 86 in the end? Yes. Mm-hmm. Which and we had so many injuries and had a lot to battle for and stuff. Actually, and I think we probably would have won the league if we'd have stayed had everyone fit. 
for most of the season. Obviously, you're always going to get a couple of injuries, but I think we probably would have won the league. And I think there's more to come from that squad, but it does need, I certainly think attacking-wise as well, I think that's probably where we need to strengthen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'd agree be, with that. Yeah, yeah, it'd be good to get some like proper League One slash lower end championship style quality, I guess. Yeah, right. A few people have said that, but there is League One experience in the squad already, isn't there? There, there is. I think it, to me, it's more what we've got so far is a battle, and we're going to be in for a battle, and we've got the players to do that and to to dig in and properly grind out results that we're going to need to do. But I think to make the difference it might need a couple of players who have got that little bit of something where they can just do something out of nowhere kind of thing. And they're, they're, yeah, a little bit of... A couple of difference kind makers, of like, right? Yeah, difference makers, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, we'll see. I'm, I'm happy with it, how it's going so far. I've, I've been, as I say, last week, I've been quite chilled about the summer in total. Yeah. Well, um, the lads have been up in Scotland for the week. Yes. Um, from from the looks of Mitch Pinnock's Instagram, all they've done is play golf. But uh, <laughs> can't blame them. Going St Andrews, can you? Um, <laughs> but there have been some new faces or potential new faces spotted. Uh, I don't know whether you two have noticed this, but there's there's been a couple of rumours going around the old interwebs. It is a little bit, actually. <laughs> but what I, can I tell you what I absolutely love about this is that I'm seeing these guesses happen and they're based on the blurriest photographs, <laughs> you know, in the background <laughs> of other players that we know. So, it's, it's like, just... like catchphrase that Mr. Chips is just revealing something. Oh, no, he's not doing that. <laughs> you're getting a little bit of square every five seconds. I absolutely like crime watch it. when it's a really, really awful <laughs> like reconstruction of a photo. It's like you just use Photoshop. <laughs> it's I that, just think to myself, willy nilly in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Doing uh, so apparently, allegedly, um, people have great eyesight that they can tell. I mean, it, there must be more to it than just a blurry <laughs> photograph. I'll, I'll be honest, but it's not as funny, is it? If you don't say that um apparently um air united goalkeeper aiden mcadams <laughs> has been training with <laughs> the squad this week a scottish name in history <laughs> <laughs> you know what that's uh, a bit like that's a, that's a little bit like how uh, the, the lads have gone to scotland and someone's just <laughs> rocked up on the same day and gone oh yeah i i can play a bit <laughs> Give us a go. And you know, there was, I, I was sure, I'm looking through social media this weekend, and I think it's Lincoln City. They're out at the Pinatar in Spain, where we've had a preseason oh, yeah. before. And they played a preseason friendly on the weekend, on the Saturday. And one of the trialists, not kidding, was just a local guy that had basically been told was quite good. So they gave him a go, gave him a spot on the bench, gave him a go. And apparently he was all right. But whether he'll sideboard them or not, I don't know. But I, I love that. That's brilliant. And if we go back, what, to about 2004, five, maybe something like that. Do you remember when uh, Colin Calderwood was the manager? That Was it in Spain? I think that they were. And a lot of the fans were out there as well. And... Did a couple of the fans get to come on and play as substitutes or something um, like that? They, they it tried to get Townsend yeah. sudden, wasn't it? Was it right? Okay, yeah. So yeah. I love it when that sort of stuff happens. It, it's, <laughs> it's good, isn't it? It's fun. But it, I it might feels just like spend my summers over in Spain <laughs> with my boots, shipping yeah, some shorts. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I'll have a game then. Fine, <laughs> mate. I don't. This is how you've got this job managing. <laughs> you just hug around the uh, the pitches for long enough. No, that's my default. No one else wanted to do it, Charles. That's why <laughs> yeah, I've got that okay. job. Is, um, uh, is, is, other... Glenn Hoddle's, is Glenn Hoddle's Academy still going? You know, we've got a catchy oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. Is that still going? Because you could play them on um, you could play them on Football Manager, couldn't you, in the summer? Yeah. Organise a friendly. Yeah, a friendly, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could. Could, that. Um, the other the other player that is rumoured heavily mm. um, to be joining up with the Cobblers squad very soon is Josh K. Now, Josh K, 
former Barrow midfielder. Cobblers fans will know him mostly for the goal that he scored against us on the final day of the season in 2022. Um, And then afterwards opening up what was essentially a GoFundMe page for Bristol Rovers fans to just send him money to say thank you. Um, so did he get that's much? going to be interesting. Did, did he get much? Yeah. I, I don't know. If he signs, maybe that's what we should ask him. Get him on the pod and ask him. Get him on the pod or, or we'll just get Gareth or Jamie. In the, in the unveiling video, yep. in the interview, that needs to be asked. And he needs to pay it back. <laughs> Give it to the community <laughs> trust. Yep, yeah, agreed. Get, get Do it that way. Agreed. Now that you've signed, or just dock it from his wages. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean, you've signed, but for two weeks you're not getting paid. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we don't care that you've to move down south Done. from Manchester. Done. <laughs> yeah. Sort it out. Uh, Josh K. Danny, thoughts? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know a lot about him apart from me. Barrow fans are saying that he has moments of quality and moments where he just look like he isn't particularly interested. Um, but that's probably down to the manager, I would say. And we know what John Brady's like in getting the best out of players. So if he mm. if he's a player that is like the lookout of against us and from scouting and the scouting team's done a reasonably good job, I think, so far. And then so be it. And if he is someone who's got that quality to un- to unlock things like we just said, then then good. I, I trust John Brady to get the, the most out of him. So get him in. Get him in. I think in. it's a bit of a strange position to be signing someone in last week we had this big discussion didn't we about the budget and about potentially you know it not being that big and I've seen more people turn around and claim to know that we've got the second smallest budget it's amazing how many people know isn't it they (laughs) all know um I don't know I've listened to there was a podcast that John Brady was on uh, an Australian podcast um I can't remember the name of it. I feel really bad. Ripper. I listened to the whole thing. And, uh, <laughs> that was the name he, of it. He, he talked a lot about how, you know, we've got a low budget. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it's it's one of, those, one of those things that we don't know exactly what the amount is. But you would think, wouldn't you, that if we did have such a low budget, <laughs> then why would we go and get a player that is essentially – we've already got three, maybe four players that can play where he does. I think the the low budget thing is a very Danny's gone. <laughs> the low budget thing is a very convenient narrative to push from John Brady and and the club and stuff because it tempers expectations, doesn't it? Naturally, can go too far the other way. Um, I'm not suggesting he's lying, or I'm not suggesting it's not true, but. I would I would suspect I've got no insight on this at all. Um, I would suspect maybe there's a bit more money to play around with now that the the um, oh don't talk about that. We'll come to that in a minute. We know the the unmentionable, the unmentionable, yeah, yeah, the unmentionable. (laughs) I would suspect maybe there's a bit more money to play around with now. Um, By the way, just going back to something Danny said as well um, about um, Josh K. Did you say, Danny, that moments of quality, but sometimes disinterested? Mm. That that's, could, that's only what Barry It could be the tagline for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and on that note, let's get some ads. Welcome back to It's All Cobblers to Me. Uh, it's Charles. Danny's here. Neil's here. Lovely to have you listening as well. Um, the big news, fellas, this week, uh, of course, is uh, West Northants Council winning the judicial review into the Six Hills land deal, paving the way for the East Stand to be finished. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How many things have paved the way for the East Stand to be finished over the last 10 years? <laughs> Daddy, you wrote it. I, I'm just reading it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the picture of um was it ex ex MP councillor David McIntosh, was it? With was a, it with breaking a, ground a Cardoso, breaking ground. Do you remember that? Oh no. Uh breaking wind more like crikey. Mm. Uh yeah. Um big news, obviously, this week. Um James Hennigan at the Cron and a couple of other sources as well have announced that 
is it Kildara or Sildara, whoever they are, uh, however you say it, um, they're, they're apparently not going to appeal. Um, so um, what, what do we make of the news, first of all? Happy, I'm guessing, that it's gone that way, Danny? Yeah, yeah, it's good news. We were a bit on edge before it happened, weren't we? And thinking if it, the worst, what happens if it goes the other way? Is it going to delay things? And I think the whole thing is seeming like it's been a delaying tactic to try and get, you know, to try and just stretch out as far as they can. So, I mean, any bit of news on the East Stand is not going to be, I'm not going to be completely sort of sold that it's definitely happening until the diggers and the tractors move in. But mm. it seems like a really good step. And, uh, you know, at least it's been thrown out and we can start hopefully the process of getting the paperwork or that kind of thing. I mean, I don't expect anything to physically start happening until next summer because there's, you know, you can't just get up and, destroy a whole stand in the middle of the season kind of thing um but yeah positive step i think isn't it and yeah good to good to see the right result as it's as such i think happen it does feel a little bit like we've been waiting for this particular part of the saga to be resolved mm. for absolutely ages and it 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 has dragged on and on and on and on and on. And then I don't know about you, Neil, but it felt like a little bit of a relief, right? Okay. That bit's over now because actually one of the, while there are obviously, uh, you know, the whole East stand thing divides opinion, right? We know that. Um, I tend to think that the three of us and, and Chesie are able to be not, quite so polarized about the whole situation and, and see things from both sides and see the good and the bad essentially from, uh, you know, those different stances. I mean, for me, <clears throat> and I don't want to put words in your mouth here, Neil, but for me, I think that this is now the, the point where there is nothing more standing in the way of us actually now starting to get this whole sorry saga put to bed. I'm just glad that this excuse, if you like, is no longer there. Yeah, I think if you if you were to ask the majority of fans, if you, or if you were to ask, I think 95% of supporters just want it finished and done, and forgotten about so they can, we can move on. Obviously, you've got a, a small faction, and I think it is a small faction, that harp on a lot about build the cop up the hill and all things, you know, all sorts, <laughs> all sorts of stuff that you see and stuff. But in an ideal world, we'd have the money to knock that stand down, build it up however we want to do it and stuff. But we're not in an ideal world. We've been through chaos to get to this point. So I think you're right. I think there should be nothing stopping it now. Get the stand finished. We can stop looking at a building site and then we can start to move forward, right? We're not going to see an immediate re return money-wise on it or anything, but it, it should set us up a bit more stably as a, as a club for future income and stuff. And it's, it's, it's a brick by brick rather than stone to pyramid, if that makes sense. Stone to pyramid? That's how I, that's how I view it. Yeah. I, don't, I couldn't I think, think of the saying. I've made my own saying. Up. <laughs> but you know great. I, mean? I love it. Like, I it's it. little by little rather than jumping from nothing yeah. to massiveness, which is how it should be. Yeah. 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 It I makes think, perfect business sense. I think what I would like to see now, and I know it will take time to, to figure out and get statements out and all that kind of thing, is just like a clear timeline of what's going to happen and what the potential yeah, is to happen. And, you know, not this is definitely going to happen by this date because then you're just going to get people saying, oh, it's March now you said this. But just like a rough idea of, you know, next summer, hopefully we can we can start building it or, you know, a, a clear timeline between now and the end of the season of what needs to happen. I think that'd be really helpful to have as fans just to, to kind of see that things are moving now that that judicial review is gone. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, like you say, I, I don't necessarily want dates because we all know that dates can come and go without... Nick would be fuming. <laughs> Nick would be fuming if I had a date. Yeah, you're right. Um, unless it was like a shriveled prune. Should be all right then. But you get the title of your sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'd like is is maybe to have right, you know, an end, an end date goal, if you like, or an end goal date in terms of when the actual work can commence, 
and a timeline of what actually needs to happen in what order to get to that point. That would be nice to see. I don't want the dates of when each of those things needs to be done by, but it would be nice if they turned around the club and said, right, at the end of this coming season, so whenever that finishes May the 8th or something like that, um, without playoff shenanigans being involved, then, you know, from that date is the date or the day after will be the date that, you know, the building work can actually commence because the site won't be being used. And then what we need to do to get there is X, Y, and Z. That that would be nice to see. Mm. I also think I also think it's now the time where actually we can maybe start, you know, thinking about what we want from it, from the stand as a whole. Because I know, like, you know, Neil, you said there before, it's not going to get ripped down and started again. It's not an ideal world. But there's nothing set in stone either in regards to what could go inside the structure that is currently in place. Um, And I don't think it's a bad thing for us as fans to make suggestions as to what could potentially actually go inside that structure to make it better either on a match day or for you know gaining more income as a football club 24 7 um obviously we all know that we we'd really like a water park but it's it's probably not going to happen but we can ask you know we can we can look at well dean pier corridor if we can't get a water park oh we'll settle for i don't know maybe some rapids some old rapids, the John Hodge rapids, the John Hodge rapids. Yeah, I'll settle for that. Oh, yeah, you know, on a serious note, though, maybe a bit more tricky than fast. Yeah, let's <laughs> <laughs> go around in a circle. <laughs> on, on a serious note, the yeah. what I mean, I can't remember what the initial remember they we had that the club did that open day about the standards. Yeah, I, mm. I did look at the plans and I went along to that, but I'll be honest, I've forgotten. But, um, mm. I can't remember if there was, yeah, I can't remember if there was built into the new East End a new supporters bar. Um, Because let's be honest, Cars Bar is not big enough. Um, It's not set up ideally or anything. So whether there's an option to build a new supporters bar in the East End or to move some of the stuff from the West End over and extend Cars Bar and Mm. make it bigger and better, like what? Because I think it's all very well, the corporate stuff and the boxes and, and that sort of stuff is important because that's going to bring in a fair bit of money. But equally, for the match day experience for us who don't go in the corporate, unless we get a freebie, really, um, mm-hmm. it's it's the the day the match day experience when you rock up, you want a pint, you want some working TVs, you want to be able to get served quickly. And at the moment, Cars Bar doesn't help that because it's just, just how it is. It's not, it's not really anyone's fault. It's just how it's set up and stuff. So... Um, for me, that's what I'd want to see. And I know there was discussions in the past about extending Cars Bar outwards with like a sort of almost a temporary permanent structure and that sort of thing and stuff. Hopefully we shouldn't necessarily need to do that now. And that's what I would want to see. That's what's going to impact me most as a yeah. turn up on the Saturday at half one for a pint and then go into the ground. I think it would make a lot of sense because obviously we've got, you know, the the boxes are going to be in the East Stand side. Therefore, you know, what is currently the 1897 suite, which is where the hospitality happens, it would make sense for that to move over into the East Stand. And therefore, that opens up a nice big space under the West Stand for maybe a second bar. You know, maybe you keep Cars Bar and you have that as as one bar, and then you have a second one. Oh, away is, fans and away fans where cars is now home fans exactly yeah you could do something like that or you could i don't know maybe what you do is you actually make you move the shop so the shop goes from where it is on the corner into cars bar you make the shop an away fans bar because <laughs> tiny don't need them and then you just basically you move everything along so cars bar becomes the shop and then the 1897 suite becomes the bar. I've got a better idea. Oh. Knock through all of the bottom of the East End, right? So Cars Bar, 
West End. West End. West End, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Knock through all of that. Massive bowling alley. (laughs) (laughs) A bit like they have in the White House. Yeah, huge bowling alley. And each each pin (laughs) is of ex-players that are disliked massively. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Or managers. We could call it pinners, couldn't we? We can. Oh, there you Perfect. go. Brilliant. Absolutely Perfect. Pinner's Pinner's old man could do the entertainment. Yes. Yeah. Get Dave Banana in. Get that. Um, we need. We, that is. We do need a Dave Banana. We so let's Dave tie Banana. Mitch Pinnock down to a lifetime contract. Yeah. And his dad can be our own Dave Banana. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Charles, That'd before be we move on from this, the mm. judge who misses justice. <laughs> Mrs. Justice Steen, who what a What's name for a name? judge! That what that's a massive coincidence that her name's Justice. Great name, start. isn't it? I mean, great name for a judge. Yeah. Um, what was she famous for? Do you remember? Do you know? Did you read this? No. Do you know what? Do you know what other no. case she took on in the past? Oh, um, was it? I don't know. Um, think of think of it, high profile cases involving. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, R- Rebecca Vardy and yes, Wagatha Christie. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Was, was it Wagatha it? Christie? Yeah. Same judge. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So she's her. She's got her own character in a West End musical, or maybe it's yes. not a musical. Is it a musical? It's definitely yeah. a play. Even though there was a West End show yeah, on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they made a West End play about oh, the trial. Pod Christmas party. We'll go and see it. Oh my word! <laughs> Rebecca Vardy, Colleen Rooney. That was it. Yeah. I very nearly said Rebecca Lose. By the way, which is a whole different. Oh, that, that's, a, that's a different kettle of fish. That <laughs> Leave those pigs alone, Lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Um, I didn't know that. That's incredible. Yeah. Is her name Danny? Is her name yeah. actually Justice? No, that was that, that was just that was, that was for comical effect, Charles. Though. Right, was, okay, yeah, that's, fine. that's just right. the title. Yeah, <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. I genuinely though, I was reading it and I was going, "Oh, the Judge Justice Stein." Yeah. And I was like, "Is her name Justice, or is that <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. the title that she I has?" I mean, because... you've got to go into law if your name's Justice. Oh dear! But yeah, I love the fact. Good. Does Does she stand there with the gavel and just go, "I am the law," like Judge Dredd? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I, that's that's, sure. that's how I would have yeah. liked to have seen the. Uh, Review handed down, although apparently it was done uh, remotely via oh, was email. Disappointing that it wasn't email in court. Yeah. I think so. I think everybody just got sent an email. Here's oh, right. here's the here's the end result. Oh, it's a bit lazy. Is this that yeah. just that the, she's got above her station now? She's done work as a Christie. She <laughs> sent it out email. <laughs> this time, just going to email. We're going to work from home today. Just going to send an email. Out. Yeah. Do you not know who I am? Oh dear, Chief Justice Daddy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, CJD, CJD. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, you can't give him those initials. No, crikey! <laughs> oh, please no, please no. Uh, so yeah, a, a good result. Obviously, we need to move forward now, and I think we need to just uh, let's be honest. Just get it bloody. Don't done. say. Oh, I was going to say. Don't say. Don't say, Charles. Don't say. We go again. You go again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of going again, NTFC women uh, back in action. For the yeah. first time in this pre-season on Sunday, uh, they were away at London Seawood. I love that name for a club. London mm. Seawood. Seaward, I think, yeah. Seaward? Seaward. 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 I can see that way. Seaward. Seaward. No. Anyway, they won. Anyway, they won. 1-0. 1-0. Thanks to, uh, well, can you guess? Yeah, it's because it's written here and I looked at it earlier. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, Neil, if we were going to ask you which NTFC women player scored the goal in a 1-0 victory over London Seawood today, who would you go for? Probably Katie McLean. Oh, no. <laughs> she, she made her debut in goal. Uh, um, <laughs> Why wouldn't she score a goal? <laughs> <laughs> Did you genuinely oh. just read the running order wrong there? <laughs> he definitely I, I, did. I was like, I just to come out to the garage, as you probably can see. Uh, and I was like, oh no, he's asking me a question. So I just had to pull up the running order and saw a name. And I was like, maybe that's right. <laughs> this is incredible. Uh, it was Jade Bell, me, Neil. Jade So Bell. I was close. Of course it was. 
Of course. Yeah, the other end of the pitch she plays, mate. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, yeah, look, goalkeepers <laughs> can score goals, Charles. I'm not saying that they, they can't. It was more funny that you just read the running order and picked the first name you saw. You don't usually throw to me in this section. So I was like, oh, I've got no, time to nip true. to the garage. And then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Can I be honest? I saw you'd got outside and I thought, I'm, I'm going to get him. <laughs> you rascal. You rascal. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, the goal came from a goalkeeping error, which pounced upon by Jade Bell, who calmly slotted in to the back of the net. Um, absolutely delighted to see... NTFC women back in action, Danny. Um, they host Cambridge United mm-hmm. next week at Sixfields after the men's team have yes. played. Um, please, please, if you're heading to Sixfields on Saturday, the men kick off, I think, at 3. Is it 3.15? No. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, it's either 3 or 3.15, but I, I think, we'll say 3. Okay, um, get your seats by 3. Yeah, yeah. get your seats by Soak 3. Soak up the atmosphere. All, all the, the um, all entertainment. The- Three sides Leicester, as they call them. I know, yeah. That's that's what we're calling them from now on, is it? Three sides Leicester. Three sides Leicester, yeah. Is there um, beer available during the game? During which game, Neil? The men's well, I know, game, no. I know usually during the the ladies' games there is beer available, so I wondered, double header. Good question. Good question. We'll Don't bring know. some tinnies, if not. Okay, fine. Yeah, we'll bring some <laughs> tins of special brew. Yeah. A special brew. Um, oh yeah, Jamie Vardy loves the bit of special brew. And now, what was it? Um, Skittles and vodka, something wasn't it? Jamie Vardy um, likes. Yeah, uh, yeah, weird combination. Yeah, there you go. John Guthrie. Jamie Vardy having a party. This is Jamie Vardy. Yeah, be amazing. But yeah, um, so the women are playing Cambridge United mm. after the men have played Leicester City. So yes, please don't go home. No, stay, stay another please day. Please stay. Stay, stay now. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, it's another game of football. Yes. We've not had any football for ages. Oh. Stay and, and give NTFC women your support. It, yeah. it would be absolutely lovely and they do deserve it. Um, yeah. So, also, so please. If you stay, uh, come and see us at the open day beforehand as well. But if you stay mm. for the women's game, there's rumours that you might be able to win a prize um, <gasps> by participating. Ooh, during the during the, the women's game. So do stay. Stay. Come and join us. Come and find us during the game. We'll give you some unique commentary um, when Katie McLean goes up for a corner and heads in the winner. If she doesn't go up for a corner, <laughs> I'm going to be fuming. Yeah, get, up, get up there, Katie. Go on, get up. Get right up there. Be brilliant. Right up there. Um, so, yeah, we will see you at the open day. We'll be there really early. Danny's going to be there with a the gazebo. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nice and early. Uh, about from about from about ten o'clock, I think it opens. I think it, it opens yeah. about ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just Danny we'll in the gazebo. Nothing else. That's all yeah. we're saying. <laughs> That's the open day. Yeah. That's all we've got. Me and some Haribos. I gazebo. hope that we're sat next yeah. to the trapped bus. Do you remember the trapped? Oh bus? yes. <laughs> we can do it again. We can do it again. <laughs> Let's do it again. Be amazing. Uh, yeah, we'll be there from ten o'clock. Come along and see us. We're going to do a live pod recording we're going to speak to some players from both the men's team and the women's team we're also going to just grab anybody else that we see and yeah. ask them to come and chat to us um, actually if you want to come and I've find out about the pod uh, yeah. then 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 just come over and say hi be lovely to see you there um it's going to be a really good day um we're going to take a break we'll be back and then we'll get straight on with the post bag Welcome back to It's All Cobblers to Me. Those adverts were fun. I enjoyed them immensely. Uh, Now it's time for this. To the post, to the post. Get your comments and thoughts to the post. We're ready and willing to read out your scribbling. So get them all into the post, to the post, to the post. Get your comments and thoughts to the post. Put pen to the paper. Do it sooner, not later. And get it all into the post. Get it in. I tell you what, we've got this week. It's exciting. Ooh, very exciting. We've had our first thread. <gasps> oh, have we? Oh, we're on threads. Can't yeah. remember the handle. That's one for you, Charles. It's, it's all <laughs> cobblers to me. Is, oh, yeah, is of course it is. And we are on. We are on Instagram as well now. Finally, go and follow us at it's all cobblers to me, and do the same on threads. Threads, yes. yeah. But we'll start with the old favourite Twitter. Oh. Uh, we've got Mark Josiah. Help it. Yeah. Uh, hello, Mark. Hope you didn't tweet Hi, this during work time. Um, <laughs> I am Mark's manager. 
Oh, right, okay. So, there we go. Uh, so I've got my eyes on your mark. Um, I assume this is simply business, not Harpole under 14s. Correct. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. But, that is correct. <laughs> he says, after the fantastic uh, JR verdict and confirmation the uh, decision won't be appealed, do you think slash hope that the legal documentation now being drawn up between the club and council will include a guarantee to complete the East End before any other land development can proceed. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Um, do I hope that the legal wording or having there a guarantee to complete the East End before any other land development can proceed? I, I think in a, Let's go back to Neil's ideal world here, shall we? In an ideal world, I would say yes, definitely. That's what should happen. Um, however, we're not in an ideal world, and I do not happen to know the financial details of anybody connected to our football club. So I also don't know how much money it's going to cost to complete the stand. There are rumours it's about four million quid. Again, rumours. Don't know where they get that information from. I don't know how much it costs. I, d- I never worked in the building trade, so therefore no idea. What I can tell you is it's going to cost me £800 to get one of my walls replastered uh, next week. So I'll do it for £400, Charles. Thanks, Neil. <laughs> Cheers, mate. If that's what that's going to cost, just for one wall to be plastered, imagine how much a whole stand will cost to be completely renovated essentially um look i would hope i would imagine that we were going to go and get the stand finished first and as we talked about before hopefully end of this coming season that will be when the work will be commencing but if you've got to go and get funding first I don't know. I mean, essentially, what I'm trying to say here is that if it was me, and if I'm trying to go and, you know, have an extension built, for example, then I need to have the money there for me to be able to pay the people that are going to do the work for me, right? Otherwise, you end up in the situation that we were in 10 plus years ago. So it's a, it's a, it's a little bit of a, because so, essentially it could be that we need, or, or that the owners need to sell that land to use that money to finish the East End. But going back to way back when, which is always bandied about, is where they said there was money room fence to finish the East End. There might well have been back then, but COVID happened and it's been a long time. So we just don't know, do we? I'd like to think that we don't need that stipulation and they're going to finish the East End as soon as they possibly can do. However, I'm quite naive, I guess, in that respect. And I know a lot of people will want to see that as... So it definitely, definitely has to happen. So I, I think whatever happens, not everyone's going to be happy with those terms and conditions anyway. So. Yeah, I, I, for me, it's this thing of going, yes, I, I I want that stand done more than I want warehouses or whatever it is that the land's going to have built on it. And I want the stand to be finished first and for that to happen first. The prob the problem is, from my point of view, is that uh, I don't feel like that stipulating that that is what has to happen will make it actually. It's already stipulated. Happen. Though. It, or the, it's stipulated. Well, no, the, the original, years, the original. Yes, yeah, that's right. So the deal has that that was you know partly agreed with the council was that it would have to be completed within five years of essentially the paperwork being signed, right? So I guess it's the risk to that, happen within that time frame. I guess the risk that leaves is sell the land, see you later. Potentially, yeah. I, I, mean, mean, I don't know, I don't. I mean, I'm not suggesting that's no. what they're going to do, but I don't. But I, that's what I'd people think... are scared of, isn't it? That's what, mm. that's what some yeah. people are scared is going to happen, which I think is a fair worry. But I also, at the same time, for me, as I've said before, I haven't got a reason to distrust those people that are telling us they're going to do this. So I, I'm the same. I, I, and look, I, 
Kelvin Thomas isn't David Cardoso. Um, yeah, he's made some mistakes. Who hasn't? But I, hand on heart, if if I were if I had to put money on it, I would put money on it on him being a good guy. And yeah, look, it's not to say that finance is limited and they probably don't have the capital to bank rollers like some people seem to want to happen. They're they're businessmen at the end of the day, right? Which makes sense. They're in it to earn a bit of money as well, which is fine. I don't want to see the stand completed. I think they will complete the stand. That's just my view. I could be wrong if I'm wrong, so be it. But I think I, I don't I don't have a reason to distrust them either. I've not been given a reason as of yet. So my mm. mind, good blokes seem like, you know, they're, they're going to earn a bit of money from it. So be it. They've, they've bank rolled the club. So and kept us up and got us promoted. They've had competitive budgets and stuff. Yeah, you'd always want a more competitive budget, but it doesn't always work that way. Remember when we did have a competitive budget and it was rubbish. So yeah. I think, I yeah, I get the panic and I get the worry, but I think a lot of it stems from being a bit in a goldfish bowl and reading other people's stuff on it and then you panic and worry about it and all that sort of thing. So I think I think it'll be fine. But we shall tell. Should we move on? Yeah. Yeah, move on. Threads. This is from David on Threads. Oh he. <clears throat> Come on the Threads. First one. Come on, Threads. Uh still time to go, but at the moment we don't seem to have much of a player budget. On the plus side, keeping most of last year's squad together is quite exciting. I'm struggling to remember this happening before. I think magically we've already covered David's question. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't remember it happening for a long time in terms of being not, happy. Like I mean, you sometimes, say, like... yeah, sometimes you're not happy that the squad's been kept together. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's good to have it going the other the other way. Yeah, I, don't, I, mean, I think. Can you go back to maybe '97? Most of the yeah. squad get yeah. get retained. Yeah. We had a we had a sprinkling of new additions. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, look what happened fair. the following year. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, the, the the league and football is a very different place now, but mm-hmm. yes, that did happen for sure. Hey, I, I wasn't suggesting anything was going to happen. Well, we're waiting, pre-season predictions pod. We're waiting for Neil's <laughs> prediction of us finishing top again. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Can't wait for that. Um, yeah, I think it's a good thing, and and I think. Like Neil said earlier about talk of the budgets, you know, the size of it. I think you're right. I think in terms of what you're saying, I think, you know, I you know, I don't, like you said, you're not calling anybody a liar here. You're not saying that it's not true. But obviously talking about it is doing, a, is, is being done for a reason, right? Mm. And I don't think, again, actually, I, I don't really think there's anything wrong with that. I think okay. that... I I do think that in some places, mainly on the internet, there seems to be this belief or this, or let's call it arrogance a little bit, of that we should be a top half League One club. Now, I'm not suggesting that we shouldn't be. I'm not turning around and saying, you know, we shouldn't have that ambition or anything, but I don't know where it comes from because even in the time that we've been supporting the Cobblers, we've only been in League One or whatever its namesake has been at the time for what, maybe I want to say eight years at most. So where does this... Danny's the stat man for that sort of stuff. (laughs) But I mean, where does this... I don't know where it comes from. Look, I get the argument of we're a big town and that it can accommodate a League One side. Of course it could. But I don't see where the, what's the word I'm looking for? The expectation of that being us every single season, Mm. looking to move up and gain championship football. I I don't really see where that comes from. I want us to be, and from now on, for the considerable foreseeable future, a League One side, cemented. Or you know, I, I would, I, I would love for for the next few years to to be in League One, looking up. Oh, Championship! That'd be nice, and then maybe flirt with that a couple of times. That'd be amazing. But the problem is, is that you're always going to get to a point where if we ended up going up to the Championship one day, people won't be happy. <laughs> 
There will still be <laughs> some people going, we're big enough to be in the Premier League. That's yeah, where we in the should Brent. be. Yeah. We should be there. Well, then it's the Champions League. Yeah. That's yeah. it. You see, there I, you go from there. World Club Championship. Oh, guess in there. Get us right in there. Yeah. I'd love a game against Internationale. <laughs> can't even say it. But, you know, or River Plate. How good would that be? Boca Juniors at Sixfields. Oh, beautiful. Kaiser Chiefs. Oh. But like what we will, we will, we can like draw on 97, 98 a little bit, I think, because what they had then in terms of the spirit is a lot like what we've got now, right? And that that got us a long way in 98. And I'm not saying for a second we're going to do that again, but what got us through was the connection to the community and the fight and the battle and the the fact that we've brought so many players through from what was then Division 3 to Division 2 and we're really sort of having to go at it again. it makes it special that you've come through it with the same players. And like I was saying last week, there was a, there was a tweet um, from, oh, I can't remember who it was. Was it Stuart? No, it wasn't Stuart. It was um, someone saying um, that how good it will be to go back in August to celebrate mm. and sort of properly Shane, to watch. Webster. To, Shane, that was it. Sorry, Shane. Um, to see the same group of players line up, essentially, and to see him have a go at it because they've earned it and, you know, none, none of them have been poached by anyone else, which we've had a lot of the time in the past. We've had managers, players just shoot off as soon as we've we've got promoted. So it'll be, it'll be I'm excited. Get us in there. Get us in there. Right, final, there. final post post bag post bag from Ash Cobb. Go on, Ash. Hi, Ash. Hi, Ash. Hi, Ash. Uh, I've just finished watching Changing Ends, the Alan Alan Carr dramatic bio. I mm. wondered who you think. Season-changing, chain-smoking, hard-drinking signing Adam is based on, or would be based on, over your lifetime watching the Cobblers. As a starter, I'm thinking of Kevin Thornton. By the way, for those who haven't seen it, it's a good watch. Certainly for those who lived through the Graham Carr era. Yours, Ash. Hmm. Thanks, Ash. Um, I've not seen it, so uh, I'm I'm presuming that this is a a character that they've created called Adam, who's a footballer. Um, I also haven't seen it. Who is probably in no way, shape or form, um, anything to do with Richard Hill. So, I am, by the way, I'm, I've already decided. Ah. Sorry. Just, uh, just realised who it was, that he, was, he played him. He plays the character. It's a man from This Is England. Oh, oh, right. Harvey. Oh, right. plays Harvey in This Is England. Yeah. I've, I've not seen it either. So I was just stalling. While I try and find a picture to try and compare it to someone, but we think you what chain, chain smoking, hard drinking. I, Kevin I'm going for a good shout, but yeah. I'm going Eric Sabin. No, he, he don't <laughs> uh, chain smoking. Oh, well, yeah, well, oh, hang on. Yeah, it'd be very sophisticated, it's like, a pipe. like, 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 oh, it's a pipe. It's, it's a, a pipe. pipe. I was going to go for one wine. of those cigarette yeah. sticks, you know, like Lady Penelope oh, yeah. had. Yeah, yeah. That you put your cigarette in, and it's either wine or yeah. a little, yeah. little little tumbler of sherry. Oh yeah, oh, not a port. Yeah. I reckon Eric's having like maybe a port. port. Yeah, a port at weekends. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ishmael yeah. Montagnac. <laughs> is it be? Is it be White Lightning and Twenty Mayfair? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely would have been. Um, oh, John Hodge springs to mind as well. I'll be honest with you. Bless him. I can just. <laughs> Do you know? Hooch, I... hooch for Hodge. <laughs> Hooch for Hodge. Hooch for Hodge. But he'd have those. He'd have those candy cigarettes, not real ones. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to be mean again because his name comes up a lot on this podcast. But I mean, little Johnny Maxted. Come on, chain smoking, hard drink. He's good. He'll, he'll have a bit of that, won't he? Brown paper bag. Brown paper bag, yes. <laughs> One flip flop on. Get him back in. I need a keeper. Come on, get him in. Oh, leave him alone. Give him a second chance. Uh, Come on, little Johnny. I'm scared that we're going to sign Jonathan Mitchell as a backup. So get him back in. Hey, 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 hey. Right. Oh, no, we won't. No, sorry, you're right. You, yeah. you and me both know that that's <laughs> yeah, not happening, yeah, Danny. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you For know reasons got... that will remain undisclosed. Aaron McAdam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, United. I know. Yeah. I know nothing about him. Nor do I. Uh, are you suggesting that he so, chain smokes and drinks all day? I'm not suggesting anything. I don't want to get season sued. Changing. Season changing. Brother of Rachel, of course. 
Yep. <laughs> I'd, I'd, maybe, maybe it's part of the reason why Adam Smith's form dropped. Rob, Rob Page drove him to drink and fags. He had other, other addictions, I think. Can we say that? Well, no, not an addiction, but you know, he, he there was a video of him, wasn't there? Oh, I wouldn't call that an addiction. Well, some people have that sort of addiction. I'd call a fetish, if you will. Oh, right. Patreon.com forward slash couples to me for more of this. That is your post bag. Brilliant. What a fantastic post bag that was. Thank you so much, everybody. Oh, uh, Charles, I've got an idea. Please. Oh, Ooh. yes. Sorry, this gonna... is about going to Thailand. I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> out. It's not. You know, you know, like uh, we always ask for emails and stuff. Yes. Next week we're going to be at the open day. Can we yes. bring a sack and people bring like a written letter and drop to it in put the post in the sack? Yeah, just bring a real yes. post sack and people can yeah. write in and like and we can open them live at the open day. Let's How about do that? it. Should we do that. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. You can put yeah. your hand into Neil's sack. <laughs> oh, I mean. And win a signed ball. <laughs> I'll wear some big oh. clown trousers. Oh. <laughs> Hello. You know, like oh, the ones dear. where you have to throw stuff in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got that. I got I'll that. wear a I pair of them. Yeah. Thanks very much for listening. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next week by the sounds of it. And everybody yeah, Neil's like running around. Where's Neil's clown trousers? Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, we'll be bringing you uh, the live pod that we are going to be doing at the open day. Do come and say hello. And you could be within, uh, sorry, you could be in with a chance of winning a signed Cobblers football and maybe a couple of other little bits and pieces as well. Uh, We'll be having all sorts of fun and games on the day. So please do come down. And Danny will give you free Haribo. I will, yeah, just one. One per person. Just one. And it will be thrown at you from a distance. Yes. Uh, But until then, cheerio. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, Ash. There's the cup, there's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The Cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. Sports Social Podcast Network.